Welcome to Dentai's Chats, where we give you five minutes of health news because you care about health, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. The general rule in America is that you are free to do what you want so long as you don't infringe on the rights of anyone else. This is, in many ways, the definition of freedom and a free society. But that doesn't mean that there aren't some contradictions. And that namely comes in the form of victimless crimes, like gambling or drugs. I'm not infringing on anyone else's rights or directly hurting anybody else when I go in and place a wager on a sports game. Yet our country is willing to ban certain behaviors, even though they may be quote-unquote victimless, for a social benefit, a social good. We think as a government or as a country, we know better than you do yourself. You say you want this, you don't really want this. Uh, a seatbelt law would be a nice example of this, where, yeah, you're not hurting anybody else by not wearing your seatbelt. You're just really being stupid. The science is overwhelming, and we're not going to let you be stupid, so we're going to enforce punishments if you do not wear a seatbelt. Lately, though, we've been in a bit of a freedom mood, if you will. New Jersey's been looking to legalize gambling. We've seen marijuana legalized in various states. And this last week, we saw a continued push for what kind of seems like the most fundamental right that we don't have, the right to die. Two lawmakers from the state of California put forth legislation that would allow doctors to prescribe lethal doses of medications to terminally ill patients with six months or less to live. And as California debates this law, a law which, by the way, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington already have on the books, there will certainly be moral arguments on both sides which can mostly be resolved with this reality. No doctor is forced to comply with the law. If a doctor doesn't like the practice, he doesn't have to do it much as is the case with our current uh, death penalty, where many doctors choose not to administer the lethal injection for moral reasons, personal reasons, societal reasons. It doesn't matter. That is what freedom allows us to do. And surely there will be doctors on the other side who have no problem administering these lethal injections to people who are living miserable lives and don't want to live anymore. But let me just offer a little amoral take on this. It is worth remembering how much money we are spending, we as in Medicare, as in all of us are taxed, both as employers and employees, paying for care for the elderly. And yes, it's probably going to go bankrupt by 2030, and there's far less contributors than we need at this point, and there's all sorts of problems with it. But here's the fact. We are spending some $60 billion on the final two months of life. And in a world of huge government spending, that number might not mean that much. Break it down this way. We're talking about maintaining someone's life in the ICU can be about $10,000 per day. So let's say you have two months left to live and it's going to cost about $600,000 to cover your care for those two months. Or maybe you're just in a normal inpatient facility and it only costs $300,000. And let's also say that you're in a ton of pain. Maybe you could just choose to die. Maybe that would save us a ton of money. Maybe we could even say, hey, we'll put some of that money into HSAs for your family's future medical expenses. Or maybe we'll just give you the money straight up. Now you get to enjoy your final days of life not being bombarded with tests that don't really serve much of a purpose. You chill with your family and then you die in peace. 
Is that that crazy? But I can already hear the critics now. Oh, what about these perverse incentives that we're creating so that people want to die to give money back to our country or back to their families? Yes, with freedom comes the chance that someone will make a quote-unquote bad decision. But it also means that someone could make a great decision that dramatically improves the end of his or her life and the lives of loved ones. Speaking of improving lives, God, technology sure has improved it. Cell phones, Wi-Fi, but then there were always those studies that none of us wanted to really read that like, it might give us cancer and it might be terrible for us. And there was some Saudi Arabian journal that was raising some concerns about Wi-Fi equipment. The American Cancer Society, along with a ton of scientists, say nothing to be concerned about in terms of Wi-Fi. Half the world believes they're overweight, which is actually probably pretty close to the correct figure. Here's a refreshing figure. 60% of people are committing to lose weight by simply eating more natural and fresh foods. Wow, education works. Spreading knowledge about the importance of vegetable works. Love it. I also love getting prices for healthcare. Dentize.com. Find a great dentist. Know how much you'll pay.